are back for another West Side Lions podcast here. I am the host of the West Side Lions podcast here, Ben Miller. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, I'm sorry for all the lines on my face. I'm right in front of a window and I tried to block it as best as I could. But um, we are finally back. We are very excited because we have the full cast here. We've got Austin and Jake here today. Um, I'm going to start off with the mystery man himself, Jake Krieg. How are you doing today? I'm good. Okay, we haven't seen you in a while. What's been going on with you? Uh, it's like band work and like, you know, just chilling. Just chilling. Doesn't have time for us because he's just chilling. <laughs> no, I, I'm busy with like band. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And the other man here consistently with us is Austin Rudlin, Mr. Consistent. How you doing, Austin? I'm doing great, Ben. <laughs> good, good. So uh, it is now Wednesday, August 31st. Um, the 53-man roster has just been cut down. I should say the, uh, what was it, 80-man roster, 70-something-man roster 80. just got cut down to 53-man roster yesterday. Um, so we did some predictions that we just kind of sent between ourselves on what we thought the 53-man roster would look like. And so we're going to kind of go over what the actual 53-man roster looks like. We're going to do a quick um, breakdown of kind of what we saw over preseason. Uh, and then that's going to kind of be it for today. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have an episode coming out maybe next week after the final episode of Hard Knocks to uh, kind of just go over the entirety of Hard Knocks and what we've learned. But uh, we want to make sure that everyone has been able to watch all of that. So if you haven't, go make sure you're watching that as well, because it is amazing. But Very good. Let's get into this week's episode. Like I said, we're going to start off with the 53-man roster. I'm going to pull it up here. Um, and so I have to put a caveat on this one. As of today, this is not 100% accurate. Um with the starting point here, which I will say the quarterbacks, we had Jared Goff and David Blau on the 53-man roster. However, uh, as of this morning, the Detroit Lions have waived David Blau, and they are putting and they are picking up um, the 49ers uh, backup quarterback. Uh, what is his name? Nate Sudfield. Nate Sudfield, yes. So um, I wouldn't say it's a significant upgrade by all nope. metrics. So um, I'm not sure if that's going to continue to work on or what, but we can talk about that in a little bit. Next, we've got our running backs. Uh, no surprise to anybody. We've got DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams as one and two. Craig Reynolds then comes in as running back three. And this one, I believe, is a surprise to most people. Jamar Jefferson comes in as running back four. Um, in our wide receivers, uh, again, no surprise, DJ Chark, Josh Reynolds, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and then Khalif Raymond, and then Quintez Cephas comes in as our wide receiver five, and that is all that we had kept on our wide receiver uh, for now on our roster. And then our tight ends, again, tight, tight end one, uh, TJ Hawkinson, of course, and then Brock Wright, James Mitchell, and then Shane Zilstra. So we kept four tight ends there. Our offensive line, uh, we kept our starting offensive line as Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, Frank Ragnow, Halapulivati Vitae, Panay Sewell. And then our backups, we have Matt Nelson as our tackle, 
Evan Brown as our backup center, and Tommy Kramer and Logan Stenberg as backup guards as well. Um, and Tommy Kramer can actually be kind of a reserve uh, tackle as well if he needs to be. Um, and awful, and also a center. So we have like a third backup center. Uh, our interior defensive line, we have Michael Brockers, Ali McNeil, and Levi Onzerike as kind of our starters. Uh, it's it's a little bit worth noting that Levi Onzerike is here on the roster to start the year. Uh, we'll kind of go over that in a minute as well, but just keep that in mind. Our backup interior defensive lineman, Isaiah Bugs and Demetrius Taylor, um, which I'm glad to see Demetrius Taylor make it. He was really having a great camp, so I'm, I'm happy that that happened. Uh, edge rushers, our, our first pick this year, Aiden Hutchinson, obviously. Then we have Charles Harris, Julian O'Quara, Austin Bryant, and John Kaminsky as our backups to him. Our linebackers come in at Alex Anzalone. Derek Barnes, Malcolm Rodriguez, and then our backups, Chris Board, Josh Woods. In our cornerback room, Amani Oruwarie and Jeff Okuda are our starting corners. Then we have Will Harris, Bobby Price, Mike Hughes, and then Chase Lucas is our final cornerback um, who will be playing kind of the slot corner. And then at safety, we have Tracy Walker, Deshaun Elliott as our starters, Ifitu Melifanwu, and Kirby Joseph, and Juju Hughes coming in as well um, as backups. And then, of course, our specialist, Jack, Jack Fox, pro punter here. Scott Daly is our long snapper. And then Austin Seibert did, in fact, win that kicking battle. So that is the list for the 53-man roster. Um, so we can kind of go um, – t- uh, bit by bit here and we can start off at the uh, quarterbacks and we'll kind of see, you know, was there any surprises that either of you two had um, with, we'll just go for now with the 53 man roster that they put out here, Jared Goff, David Blau. Um, Austin, I'll start with you. Were you at all surprised with Blau? I'm I'm sorry, uh, Blau making it and Boyle getting cut. I was not. No. Um, Boyle was I mean, neither one of them were very consistent in our preseason games um and even going back to last year when Boyle came in and had those few starts um he just couldn't put anything together um uh in this preseason um I definitely thought Blau was the better quarterback um he uh he was a little more consistent um he did have some issues of course in the the falcons game he had the the fumble that kind of cost us the game on that um but in this last preseason game against the steelers i thought he played pretty well um he almost fumbled the ball again but he showed composure and he was able to complete um you know, a very good pass down the field to Josh Reynolds. Um, he had two scramble plays where he was able to just kind of flick the ball off and um, was able to make a completion. Um, you know, one went for 15 yards and then the other went for a touchdown. So um, I, I 
love that they kept David Blau, but unfortunately, as we've seen this morning, um, it looks like he's going to be cut and somebody else is going to get picked up. So that's yeah, the way it goes. I think it's worth noting that um, by all standards, it almost looked like the coaching staff was giving Boyle all of the necessities that he needed to to be the one to make the team. Um, I think going into the final game, I think it was pretty even between Blau and Boyle. I think Blau had one good game, one bad game, and then Boyle had one good game, one bad game. So kind of going into the last one, they were kind of even. And then they were going to have Boyle start the entire third game in the first half with the first with the first team. Um, I mean, that's a huge, you know, bump in being able to show what you can do. If you're repping with all the ones, you know, you're supposed to look better than when you're repping with, you know, people who aren't going to be making the team. So um, by all accounts, the road was set for him to make the team. It certainly um, account, you know, it certainly shows something when after a couple drives, Dan Campbell says, all right, let's get David Blau out there now instead of Tim Boyle in the first half um, because he he just completely lost all chances of making the team from that um, from that game. And, and Blau didn't look tremendously better, but he did look, you know, a little bit better, which I think was what put him on the roster originally. Um, but like you had said, he's no longer on the team. So, Jake, I'm going to bring it over to you. Um, are you surprised that Blau is not on the team anymore? Honestly, I am uh, surprised considering who um, we picked up instead. Because, I mean, Nate Sudfield has not had a tremendous career as a backup, in my opinion. But Keep in mind, though, waivers hasn't happened. So it's still possible that we could be getting... Come back to the practice squad or something. Well, there's that. But we could be getting a different quarterback on waivers, too. So... Mm -hmm. I, I I really hope that Nate Field is yeah. not the end all for our backup quarterback. I really Me hope too. it's not. Hopefully um, we get like Kellen Mond or something. That'd be nice. I wouldn't mind getting either of the guys from Dallas, uh, like Cooper Rush or something like that. Like I think that would be a better backup quarterback. And he's from Michigan, uh, Central Michigan. Right. So um, I hope that that's not the end all at quarterback, but that's kind of what there is now um yeah i'm i'm not surprised that both of these guys are now off the roster which on my 53 man roster that i sent to you guys i put jared goff and if you saw what i put on there i put backup i did not put one of those two names because i did not think one of those two guys would be making it onto the team and sure enough both of them ended up being out of here um we can move on now to the running backs um I think there was one big surprise here for the running backs, um, at least for me, was Jamar Jefferson. Uh, over Definitely. the pre over the preseason, Jamar Jefferson just did not look good. Um, I had Jamar Jefferson probably at running back like six. You know, Godwin Igwebuke I had higher than him, and I definitely had Justin Jackson higher than him. Um, I think that they did a little bit of like waiver. Um, maneuvering with uh, cutting Justin Jackson. I think he was, he showed that he can be a really good running back. However, with the amount of years that Justin Jackson has been in the league, 
he doesn't actually go through waivers. So he he there's no uh, worry about getting him poached. So um, they could do a deal with him immediately to bring him back on the practice squad. So I think they might have been trying to do that kind of thing a little bit, but I don't know for sure until it becomes like, you know, put out there that he's actually on. But I think that that's what's happening because I didn't see Jamar Jefferson beating them out. Did you, I mean, Jake, did you agree? Where did you – I mean, did yeah. you think Jamar was that I had I had close? him ranked six as well. I thought, I thought it was going to be Godwin who was going to make the fourth running back spot if we even had a fourth running back. I thought, honestly, we were going to go with a three running back scheme with keeping only Craig Reynolds as the third. Yeah, I think um, I, I figured they were keeping a fourth and then that fourth one was going to be the returner. I maybe thought Justin Jackson had actually beat out Godwin Inglip UK for that returner position as well. But um, I was completely shocked that neither Inglip UK or Jackson was on the team and they went with Jefferson. Um, Austin, I mean, what what did you see from his did? Am I missing something from his preseason or, you know? I mean, I don't, I didn't see anything that told me he was going to make it. Um, I mean, obviously he was with us last year, so the coaches, you know, know him pretty well. So, I mean, they had his whole last year, so they know, they know how he is. They know what he can do. Um, that's my only thoughts on, you know, why he would make it over everybody else um, is just they already know what they had in him. So they didn't really need to see, uh, you know, a good camp or anything. Um, I, I was su- very surprised that Justin Jackson didn't make it, and um, it, surprised in Igbebike as well because he was going to be our kick returner. Which even Campbell came out and said that, um, you know, he was already set as our kick returner. Right. So. I guess it'll be interesting to see who does that. My guess is they give the Khalif Raymond the kick return mm. job now. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Uh, so with that, let's go into the wide receivers. Um, I think the only thing that was surprising here was they just didn't have a six. Um, I think going with five wide receivers set, I mean, it doesn't leave you a lot of room for injuries to happen but um again this is just the initial 53 all of the waivers and everything are going to happen this could look much different by the time that the season actually starts but uh, was there anything else you guys thought was um significantly surprising from the wide receiver group either one of you well if it was going to be five for me i thought um cleef raymond wouldn't make it personally I thought I think with I th- sorry I think with just how much like we paid him and how much yeah. his contract is I mean you just kind of almost had to keep him and and like you said he could do the you know the kick returning stuff too yeah That's true. I mean as soon as they cut Igubike I think that and, that helped out Raymond and being mm-hmm. able to get a spot yeah, considering the role he had in our team last year too he was what wide receiver three for most of the year right. I could so. see a I could see a, a possibly happening where when Jamal Williams comes back, um, I think that I'm sorry, Jamison Williams. I think when J- Jamison Williams yeah. comes back, I think that that could possibly lead to Khalif Raymond maybe being on the out pretty quickly. 
Mm-hmm. We also got to worry about, you know, Quintus Cephas and his injury history as well. Um, it's true. He does have an injury history, but he, I think he has proved that he that he could, you know, fit into the NFL mold of wide no, receiver. No, definitely, well. definitely. Uh, I'm not saying that he didn't deserve to make the team at all. Um, mm-hmm. I'm saying that just with his injury history, we might have to worry about him right. getting injured, and then mm-hmm. we had to have that other wide receiver as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, tight end. Um, anybody um, that's surprising here? I think it was like pretty. Uh, I mean, I was surprised that we kept four. I, I thought we were gonna do three, personally. I think uh, Dan Campbell came yeah. out. Dan Campbell came out in, like one press conference and like specifically went through exactly what the plan was with tight ends, and I think he went through four different tight ends. Um, cause they each do like different things. So I'm not, I'm not super surprised by it. Um, but I, I like the people that are here. They, everybody, I mean, even James Mitchell, who I think is going to fight for our tight end two job eventually once he, you know, is getting fully healthy and gets the play time and everything. Um, I think all these guys are, are, have been really showing out. So I'm excited for that. It's just different from last year, considering what we were like struggling to find a solid tight end too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think um, the only reason we kept four is because Jason Kambinda is on the pup list. Wait, what did you say? The only reason we kept four is because Kabinda is hurt right now. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah, I agree. Yep, yeah, 100%. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move to the offensive line. Um, our starters, nobody's surprised about that. Um, I think it's a little surprising that they kept Evan Brown and also two backup guards where Tommy Kramer and Logan Stenberg. Um, I think I was talking to Austin about this just the other day, though. Um, I think Logan Stenberg was the closest one to getting cut on our team. However, I mean, he made it impossible these last two weeks. He was just absolutely outstanding um i don't know if like just a a flip you know a switch flipped in his mind or something and it just all turned down for him he looked amazing um and he would not make it through the waivers um if he if he was cut so they might be trying you know play in some kind of things there um was there any other things i mean offensive line was pretty Pretty much set. Um, mm-hmm. We kind of figured what was going on with that. Was there any other surprises you guys had? No. I didn't see any, no. Okay. Move on to the interior defensive line. This one I want to talk about. I'm excited about that. So, um, Michael Brockers, Lee McNeil, Levi Onzerike as our starters. Um, it is a big deal that Levi Onzerike is on this list. Because they did not put him on the pup list. Because they could have put him on the pup list. They could have had another uh, roster spot for somebody else to fill in. Um, and then Levi would have had to just be out the first four games. So this is significant in stating that they think that he can be ready to get back out onto the field before week four. Which is good. We need that out of Levi Onzerike. Because he's been injured all preseason. and every, So we have not seen him. Um so I think that that's great. Um, 
Isaiah Bugs back up to Ali McNeely's kind of the other big set, uh, big nose tackle guy that we've got. And then Demetrius Taylor, like I kind of talked about a little bit, he had a great preseason, great camp. He looked really, really good. Um, undrafted free agent guy that a lot of people had put in for. If we would have cut him, he would not have made waivers. I'm very glad that he has made our team. I think he, I mean, he, he had just continued to show out. So I'm glad he made the team. Um, any other surprises coming here um, from either of you guys? No, not from me. No. I think the one other one that I would say is Jashawn Cornell, who at the very beginning of training camp, I mean, he was, everyone was talking about him, how he was going to maybe even be like a starting, you know, defensive tackle for us. And then just went dead silent. Like you never hear of him ever again after that. So um, he did not continue to impress and therefore he's out. So um, kind of a little bit surprising, but that's uh, kind of the way of the game. All right. Edge rushers, Aiden Hutchinson, Charles Harris is our starting edge rushers, Julian O'Quara and Austin Bryant, uh, backing him up, and then John Kaminsky as reserved. Um, again, uh, Julian O'Quarra was in the same boat that Levi Anzarike was. They were both injured. Uh, wasn't sure, didn't have any timetable when they'd be back. However, he is not on the pup list, so he is expected to be back at some point pretty soon. So that's good to see. Um, I don't know, any other any other surprises here? I mean, we kind of expected this. Mm-hmm. All right, linebackers. Uh, Alex Anzalone, Derek Barnes, and Malcolm Rodriguez are going to be kind of your rotating starters. And then Chris Board and Josh Woods, uh, backups, and also our special teams aces. Um, I was a little surprised that Anthony Pittman didn't make it. Um, Pittman was a guy that I think did pretty well on special teams, and I think that they liked. I was I was kind of surprised he didn't make it, but um what do you guys what do you guys think about the linebacker group i think it's 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 going to improve over time Mm -hmm. it's like definitely not a starting linebacker core like compared to other teams i'd say but it's definitely young enough to like improve in my yeah especially with um malcolm rodriguez outstanding preseason and with Derek Barnes too, who's looking like he's improving. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Austin, do you have anything you wanted to add on linebackers? I know you're excited for the next group here. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, our linebacker room's not great, um, but we've got a lot of potential in it with Derek Barnes and Rodriguez. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing Rodriguez out there hitting some people, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of his specialty. Um, Anzalone worries me sometimes. Um, he's consistent, but he's not that, um, you know, I don't know. He doesn't That's have that high it. He's peak. just consistent. He's just kind of consistent right in the middle, but he's not going to give us that, I don't know, that extra a little bit so mm-hmm. we'll see okay all right cornerbacks Amani Oruwariye is our starter he has been since the very beginning of offseason um there has been a battle for the second cornerback starting cornerback between Jeff Okuda and Will Harris I believe Jeff Okuda 
like Dan Campbell said, has outright won that big time. Um, this past preseason game, especially, I mean, he has just been consistent. He has been great. He's been playing very well. Jeff Okuda, our other starting cornerback now. Uh, Will Harris is our backup. Bobby Price, another backup. Mike Hughes and Chase Lucas, I believe, will kind of split the um, either backup corner or slot corner. Um, Chase Lucas was our uh, late round draft pick this year who Mm -hmm. has looked who has really shown flashes. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Um, and then just imagine, you know, once we get Jerry Jacobs back, man, that's going to be a good room. Um, any surprises here to any um, of you guys? I'm surprised AJ Parker's gone. I thought he was going to make yeah. it over Bobby Price. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised by that as well, but I think Chase Lucas beat him out. I mean, I think AJ Parker is basically only your slot corner. Um mm-hmm. And Chase Lucas just beat him out. I think just straight up beat him out for it. So, um, I mean, bravo to the rookie. Um, hope he does well. I hope A.J. Parker. I mean, I don't think A.J. Parker is going to make it through waivers. I'm sure somebody will pick him up. Because um, he was a decent slot corner last year. Uh, nickel corner. So, um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I, I think, yeah, that was that was the you know big surprise that I had there as well. Um, safety. Any surprises here at safety? Tracy Walker, Deshaun Elliott, Fitu Melifonwu, Kirby Joseph, and then Juju Hughes. Anything surprising? I'm shocked we kept five, personally. I didn't think Juju Hughes would make it. I think Juju Hughes made it specifically for his uh, special teams ability. Um, Dan Campbell talks about it all the time, you know, how if if it's close to another guy, it's going to come down to special teams. And Juju Hughes is a very good special teamer. So I would think that's probably what gave him the edge here. But, yeah, I agree. Um, I And I think that if you 2 Melifonu was still coming back from being injured um, as well, yeah. kind of played into that as well. I, I, I would assume that it's probably pretty easy for Juju Hughes to get um, taken off the roster once kind of people start coming back healthy. Uh, any other surprises here at safety no any other i mean no one's surprised about our specialists our punter or kickers or i thought riley patterson would possibly win it personally did you i thought i I think what i saw him from him better i was was rooting for him to make it over cyber because he yeah i mean he kicked pretty well for us last year so i mean i don't know i think that uh when Dan Campbell talked about how, you know, Seibert's the one that can kick it, he's got the bigger leg, um, you know, you're kind of hoping that you can count on that guy if you're in a bad spot, like to win a game or something at the end, you know, from a long distance. Um, I, I kind of figured Seibert was going to win it. But, yeah, I mean, I kind of hoped that Patterson could kind of get up there as well i just thought it was a little bit of a climb he had to do so i'm not superly surprised by it but somebody will pick him up yeah i'm sure all right so that's our 53 man roster um how do you go over the injured list sure we can do you have it pulled up yeah all right go ahead um first off we have jerry jacobs 
Um, next we Which have. He was he was not happy about being put on the pup list. <laughs> he was not. Um, if you go in and read his Twitter feed, um, mm-hmm. he he was not happy about that. Um, we have our second round pick from this year, Josh Pascal. Um, what sports hernia or mm-hmm. yeah, something so like that? Of, yeah. Yep, sports hernia. Um, next we have Romeo Okora, um, which obviously he had the torn Achilles, um, and he's still recovering from that. Um, Jason Kambinda, which we already talked about, um, he's got an ankle injury that's holding him out for a little bit. Um, Jameson Williams, who's still recovering from his torn ACL. Um, and he should be back soon. Obviously, he's got. I'm assuming, like, he's going to miss the first four weeks, though, right? Yep, he's going to have to miss at least the first four games. Like, he can't even practice or anything for the first four games. So once he get once that four weeks is up, they can take him off the pup. Um, However, you still expect him to probably not play a game for at least like, you know, at least two weeks because he's going to have to kind of get up to get up to speed, get up to, you know, kind of game ready. So I think it's still going to take him a minute or two. So I wouldn't even expect to see him till like week, week eight, six. Maybe. Yeah, week six at the very, very minimum. Yeah, but I have like in Hard Knocks episodes, you know, seeing him out there, he's very um, he's very uh, in with everything. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's always staying, around. He's staying focused. Always mm-hmm. watching, talking to yep. coaches. Um, I really, I he, love seeing that. And he just posted on his Instagram uh, a couple days ago that he's now running again. So that's good. I saw that, yeah. And yep. then our last person is uh, running back Greg Bell. But he was put Which on injured reserve. Gonna, yeah, he's so gone he for can't the year. play this year. Correct, yeah. He's, he's out for the full year. Um, which I'm, I was excited to kind of see what he could do in training camp, but um deuce deuce daily was really talking a lot he was really talking that guy up so um hopefully he gets back healthy and maybe he can show us what he was going to show us last or this year but um okay so that's our injury list um we kind of went over the 53 man roster so let's just get into the uh reviewing the preseason games so um we've kind of talked a little bit about some of the preseason games We've had a chance to watch these games. Um, we've had chances to watch some of the starters on offense, defense. We've watched reserves, backups, whatever. So I'm going to throw it out to each of us here. Um, what is one thing that you are excited about for this uh, for this year uh, for this team that you have watched so far this preseason? So I'm going to start with Jake. Go ahead, man. What's one thing that you are excited about? Uh, this team after watching the preseason games? What I'm excited to see is to see a competition every game, to see us fight for a win every every game, no matter if we win or lose. I'm just, I'm just excited to see this team want to win every game. You know, mm-hmm. like we've seen in hard knocks, um, you know, having that mentality that you're going to win going into the game. If this team mm-hmm. has this mentality, it, it's going to be probably one of the most uh, it honestly the most fun lion season to ever watch in my lifetime for me mm-hmm. 
I haven't grown up with much, but <laughs> but it, honestly, I'm just excited, and this is a good like a very good team, and it, I I'm just excited to see um how we'll enter every game. Mm-hmm. Okay, Austin, what are you excited about for for this team? Um, I'm excited for our lines, um, our O line and our D line, um. That first preseason game when you had our D-line come out there and, you know, like the first four plays that Hutchinson was in and he just absolutely disrupted mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to see that this whole season. Um, and then obviously our O-line. Um, I, you know, fingers crossed they can stay healthy the whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, never had a you know, a snap where they were all healthy together last year. So, you know, really hoping they can stay healthy and uh, help our run game out. Yeah, I think the thing that I'm excited for is after watching this last preseason game, we might actually have a defense. Like, Mm -hmm. we might actually finally have a decent defense. Um, Like you said, I believe the line is just incredible. I think that even our backup line uh proved that they are pretty good um especially against the run and then you know our cornerbacks once especially once everybody gets back healthy i think they play well i think our linebackers don't have to do a ton but we have some stars coming up in the making uh and then it's just you know our safeties have to just play average and we have a defense like i just watching aiden hutchinson constantly on hard knocks and all of these pass rushes and, you know, how he played against the Colts in, you know, the um, where they did the uh, training camp together and then how he played in the first preseason game. Like, this guy is a stud. We absolutely mm-hmm. hit. We absolutely hit. We hit the and, best player in the draft. And we know how much of an impact having a good pass rush can have on your defense. So our defense was not good last year. I significantly think that they're going to improve um and i truly truly believe that we are finally going to have a defense that's like it's worth getting excited about i don't know if it's going to be like a top five top 10 but i at least think we're in the top 15 of defenses this year and that'll be finally something to see and i'm excited to watch jared goff i think he has had a great training camp Mm -hmm. all the coaches talked about how how great he has been with these weapons, I I truly think that uh, Jared Goff in this offense is going to kind of be rolling a little bit too. So I'm I'm excited. I think the team is really taking a positive spin here. Um, now to be the wet blank of a blanket of it all, let's go through and say one thing that we are all worried for. So, Jake, I'm going to bring it back to you. What is one thing that you are worried about for this team this year? Oh, well, it's obviously going to be the injuries. I mean, last year we were just absolutely plagued with injuries. And what I'm worried is now that this team is, you know, wanting to compete somewhat, uh, that the injuries might, you know, hold us back from that if we do have mm-hmm. any. Mm-hmm. Okay. Austin, what about you? Um, I'm thinking – I think our linebacker group is what I'm worried about the most. Mm. Um, I I think we're going to be good at, 
being able to rush the pass, passer um, uh, and stopping the run, but I'm worried about them dropping back in coverage. Mm. Yeah, I think the thing that I'm worried most about, and I really hope this doesn't come to fruition because if it does, it's going to be really bad for our team. Um, at the last year, we were like what, like one in eleven, um, and you know spirits were low, but we were able to keep it because it was a new team, everyone was good, and then we could start building. At the end of the year, we started getting a couple wins there. I'm worried about the fans if the if we don't start getting some wins and the team buy-in. I really hope that people will still be able to like, you know, hang in there. It's still not like we're still not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. But I think people have gotten, especially after hard knocks and everything, people have gotten their expectations like to the roof now. And I think if they're not going to hit that, I really hope and I'm worried that people are going to kind of um, start throwing in the towel on the building Campbell. of this team. Yeah. yeah. And, and Campbell. And that I think could be super dangerous to this team. Like we have good, you know, um, we have a good culture going right now, but I think it could be really easy for that to flip if we're not getting some wins. So you, you that's, look at some, that's what I'm worried about. You look at some very like great coaches too. And it, even if like they have a very successful time with their team, one bad mm-hmm. season could absolutely just look at the Seahawks. That. Yeah. Look at the Seahawks. Everyone's talking about Mike. whether or not, yeah, look at whether or not Pete Carroll is is the guy anymore, and he's uh, look, you know look at the Eagles, you know uh, Doug mm-hmm. Peterson won. It, it wasn't just like it was one play that specifically got him fired. Mm-hmm. Too that it it's just mind blowing, you know. He had um, like two only two losing seasons in his tenure with the Eagles, but got fired. So yep, I that's the thing I'm worried most about is that people get impatient and are trying to get too far before we're ready to get there. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm worried about. Cause I think that's going to be detrimental to this team. If people start doing that, especially but, if, you know, co- if the players stop, stop losing the faith, you know, well, you look at the Browns too. They kept Hugh Jackson after going one and 31. So Browns are an absolute joke. And I could go on <laughs> with that for hours <laughs> and hours, but we're not a Browns podcast. So thank the Lord thank of that. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for us here today. Um, thank you all for listening. Make sure you go and follow us on all of our um, pages. If you've not done so, if you don't know where it's at, um, I don't believe you. Cause if you're listening to this episode, you've listened to them before. And I say it every time. So uh, go and check us out there. We're also on YouTube as well. Come see our pretty faces. Um, Otherwise, from all of us here at the West Side Lions podcast, go Lions.